You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Before we get into like all the different matchups now for divisional weekend, okay? We, we you know we've talked a lot about Giants and Eagles, and we'll get deeper into that. Of course, I'll give you all the breakdowns. You know where you can watch it, who's calling the game, the whole nut. But before that, just a quick story here because did you see this thing, footballzebras.com, and somebody sent this to me, and I was reading it, and I I, I thought of you because you love the mind games thing, yeah, and I was also thinking of um a Rex. You know, and his staff, what they might do with this information mm-hmm. if they were playing the Eagles. So apparently during the season, uh, Jake Elliott and his and the holder, they're they're kind of doing something illegal. Mm. Yeah, illegal, unethical. Uh, both. Well, not Ooh. unethical. It, it's it's not unethical, but it's more like it's technically it's not the rules. An illegal move. So I guess. You you aren't supposed to mark the field. I never knew this. Did you know you can't mark the field where you want the ball? Like when the ball's snapped and the holder is holding it. You can't put the point. You just you, put you, it in a general area. Like you can't make a, like a like spot. A like target, a, a target, a target. So that the kicker now has, all right, I know where I'm going before the ball's even there. Ah. So it, this is a rule. And so, again, footballzebras.com. According to rule 1145, no article of any type may be placed on the field or used in any manner to assist a player in the execution of a field goal and or uh, extra point try attempt. Mm. So apparently what they caught in this game, mm. which was against the Giants, um, he took a, a little blade of grass ah. that was painted. <laughs> it marked a spot with a little... And put it down where the ball was going to go. Wow. And so they're saying that that's apparently that's illegal. That's marking a spot. So, of course, this is now becoming a story this week that this had come out. And Jake Elliott, of course, Giants fans remember for the 61-yarder that, that won a game. Uh, he said that it's not a, they're not breaking any rules. This is He's telling NJ.com okay. this. Uh, that probably thirty teams do it around the league, oh, which I'm not, asking. Not, not dry snitching. What? Why? What? what the, two other teams don't. <laughs> like who does it? But he said that also that the Eagles have talked to the league about it, and so Elliot's quote is this from NJ.com: uh, "We've always used something that's within the rules. It's literally to mark the spot. It's part of playing, no. uh, part of the playing surface, like a piece of grass or something." But like it's a that. painted piece of grass, so that's marking the spot. It's different if you're putting grass on grass. Yeah. You can't see that. So this was in the blowout win over the Giants, by the yeah. way, back then. And it was um, an emergency holder. It wasn't their typical hold that they oh, were I using can. in this game. But still, he said, we've talked to them, explain what we're doing, and they saw what we're doing. It's just a point of emphasis. You're marking the spot. And that's someone cheating. makes it bigger than it is. Everything we've done has been completely legal. No. So now that I've told you all that. Hell no. That's cheating. Okay. That's but you have this information. Yeah. You're on the sideline. Right? Is Westhoff saying something about it? Is Westhoff kind of watching no. the very first just to get in his head? No, of course. But, just but, to get in his head. But what I'm doing is before they come out there, 
I'm marking stuff all over the place. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking a you're bunch. Dropping, you're yeah. dropping Tic Tacs yeah. everywhere, white Tic Tacs everywhere. Since, especially if we on regular grass. <laughs> since, you, since you're taking painted grass, because you can't do it if it's artificial turf, because how the hell are you pulling up artificial turf? That stuff is sewn in. Yeah. So I'm going right. there. I'm coming with a bunch of white pieces. I'm going to go grab. I'm going to go. Before I go, I'm going to the numbers. I'm picking up all. I'm just going to grab a handful of it. I'm going to drop <laughs> it right there. Yeah. Yeah. You find a spot to put it on. Because you're not allowed to clear it away. Right. Like you can't do anything. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go there. I'm going to take a, 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 a bunch of painted grass on the yep. numbers to zero and take it. And I'm going to go sprinkle it all over there. I love it. Like, ah, I can't concentrate. There's too many marks. Well, There's too many marks. But, and if you talk about it, if you yell it to the officials, you know it's in his head. You know he's yeah. going to hear it because it's now a story that he's had to respond to. Jake's a cheater. All of, all of that, right? Jake's a Whatever cheater. Whatever you can use to your advantage, don't you have to? If it's a mind game, do oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Right, do it totally. So I just wanted to bring that up to you because I was curious if you'd, you know, if it was something that you would be paying attention to. And I think you have to. I think you have to. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll get back to the calls momentarily. But let's first just Bart. Let's just go around now the league as we like to do a little whip around as we'll go through some games. We'll do the Giants Eagles last since that is the game obviously we've been talking about the most. But let's begin on Saturday with the very first game, and that is of course the Jaguars at the Chiefs. That game is a 4.30 Eastern start. It's on NBC. The Chiefs are laying nine right now, according to Caesars. You get Tariqo Collinsworth and Melissa Stark on the call. So, Chiefs, Jaguars, this is Trevor Lawrence's, you know, again, this is a big stage for him now in his second year. Doug Peterson and the way he has coached this team. The running game that they have as well. The defense, average, better than average, right? Are they barbecue chicken, or do you see this to be – could this be a sneaky good entertaining game because of the unknown about Trevor Lawrence, who has played in big games already in his career as a college player? Well, this is a game that I um, called you know, when I did the game for right. ESPN. Um, it started off with an onside kick. Jacksonville got it. Um, they failed to score. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was 27-17. Uh, Jacksonville moved the ball up and down the field against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. They just couldn't uh, respond in the red zone. Um, it'll be interesting to see what's been learned. It'll be interesting to see if last week took everything out of out of Jacksonville or if it energized them as a whole. And if so, you know, this could be a good matchup. I just can't anticipate Andy Reid, who's one of the best coaches to ever come off of a bye, being able to have any issues with how to play uh, uh, Justin Herbert. But Justin Herbert, yeah, I'm sorry, Trevor Lawrence, uh, showed a tremendous amount of grit. I mean, that second half was one I haven't seen anybody do that since Andrew Luck threw, like, four similar interceptions against Kansas City at home only to come back and win the game mm-hmm. in the playoffs as well. Yeah. No, no, Again, a special performance, certainly. But I look at Jacksonville similar to I look at the Giants. Like, it feels like a, a house money kind of game, a, a get some hair on your chest kind of game. Yeah. Whereas next year now, okay, we've had to play at Arrowhead in the playoffs – you know, we've we we won a game with a comeback, Valuable and now experience. we've had to play this, and then you get that hurt that you always talk about that a team needs. Yeah. Uh, ESPN, by the way, the uh, football power index, Chiefs seventy eight percent. So I mean, that's again, that's pretty overwhelming. All right, um, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll go in order. So the the night game on Saturday, obviously, is the Giants game and the Eagles eight fifteen. That's on Fox. You get Joe Davis, you get Moose Johnson, you get Pam Oliver as well, um, uh, Christina Pink, and Dean Blandino. All right, because Fox brings everybody out for this. The Eagles at this point right now, they're laying seven and a half in this game as the home favorite. And again, as we've talked about, I'll do the same thing about the house money aspect of this. The Giants have nothing to lose. The Eagles have everything to lose. 
a number one seed, a team with all the expectations on them, and yet the quarterback position is one that you're watching because that is the great unknown for them in the biggest games. What are you seeing in this game? I mean, I look at a team that's playing each other in a rubber match. I look at a team, if I'm the Giants, that is going to get some type of confidence in themselves. The fact that they're going to say, hey, we played these guys three times, but we didn't play them with our two um, superstars, our two stars, you know, people that they believe in. McKenzie made the, made the tackle last week against Hawkinson to, to, to win the game. Dory Jackson shut down Justin Jefferson. So can you can they can those guys step up and make it more difficult and put it more in, in the arm of Jalen Hurts and not the legs to make him have to beat them because you're able to put an extra guy in the box because you're saying, okay, listen, Dory, it's you, it's you and him. Or you say, go take Devontae Smith away and we're going to double over there. So now we got an extra man in the box, but we're going to put it on you. You got to be our war daddy. So – I mean, that's what I want to see, the adjustments to the adjustments to the adjustments, because both teams know what each other's going to do. Oh, yeah. It's only going to be minor tweaks. Um, but let's see how it goes. This is a divisional game. The longer the Giants stay around, the more pressure is going to go on Jalen Hurts and that team. So do I think the Giants can do it? I think they can do it. Do I think they will do it? I'm not so sure about that. I think, you know, the, to your point, the Eagles are the number one seed for a reason. So if you think that a number six seed is going to be a number one seed, I don't care who it is, you would be lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's also, do you have the whole playbook for Jalen Hurts? And that very first hit, if you're on the defense, that you can put on him? No, we're going to see. We're going to test that. You're going to have to put it on him. We're going to test that showdown. Yeah, no doubt about that. Here's Brian Dayball, the coach of the Giants, on preparing to play Jalen Hurts. There's only one Jalen. He's... uh... A very good quarterback. Daniel goes against the scout team of the Philly guys. You know, we try to give the best looks we can for Jalen, but it's never, you know, when you have a player of that caliber that can do so many different things, it's, you know, you do the best job you can out here in preparation, and then you have to play well um, on Saturday. And he's just obviously talking up the opponent, and that's what he should be doing. Now, if you thought 78% football power index in favor of the Chiefs is strong, ESPN's football power index is at 80% favored to the Eagles in this game. That's disrespectful because I would 80%. say 80%. I would say that the that the Chiefs are a greater number 1 in the AFC against the Jaguars and a team that you just played tough last mm. couple weeks ago. twos, yeah. But Damn. Yeah. Yeah, 80%. Now, remember, of course, they're also at home. The Giants haven't won there in forever. They've lost nine straight at the link. So there's that as well. So you're saying they're due. (laughs) You could say that if you want. All right, next up, we go to Sunday's games now as we continue to go around the NFL divisional round weekend. And the Sunday games, these are this is the star power for you. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, the Bengals. At the Bills. Somebody's got to go home. Somebody's going to be – legacy's going to DeMar Hamlin has been around the facility. That's all good news. They give out the number threes, I think, to everybody. Charms. Yeah. Now, just quickly on the DeMar Hamlin situation. He has been around the, the team. He has gone to the facility. He has met with the team. All positive stuff. But now, Long way all right, well, play. how soon is he going to be able to play and all that stuff? Long road, they're saying. Yeah, Still yeah. having issues, obviously, oxygen intake and everything else. Yeah. So there was some damage seriously done to him that he has a lot of work ahead to come back. So this is still on the the comeback trail for him, but you still have, to me, the inspiration of yeah, his survival and him being around to see him and talk to him that again. That stadium hasn't seen him. Yeah, that's true. He that, met with the team, but he hadn't been in the building. That stadium hasn't seen him. Well, this game is at 3 o'clock Eastern kickoff mm. on Sunday. CBS, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson, Jay Feely, 
and Gene Steratore. Now, Buffalo is laying five and a half in this game. That seems high. Like, that seems, doesn't it? That seems seems high. This is Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? This is the man that went into Kansas City and did what Josh Allen couldn't do. I'm a man. I'm 40. Yeah. Well, what are you seeing in this game that might tell you Buffalo could win, but I would probably take the points and the Bengals. I'm taking the points. If it was if it was 10, 15, if it was really? two, listen, I think the Bengals are the better team. I think what we don't report is what the Bengals were doing to Buffalo on that drive mm. and about to probably go ahead either 10-3 or 14-3. It looked like like Leslie Frazier didn't have any answers for those receivers, those receivers in that receiving core. Without Von Miller, you can't speed um, Joe Burrow up. Yeah, we haven't talked enough about the absence of Von Miller and the and, impact it could have. We always talk or, about Josh Allen or, or, and his penchant for trying to, to hero yeah. ball and turnovers that, to me, is hanging over this game. Yeah, and Absolutely Hamlet. hanging over this game. If you're, the, if you're the Bengals' defense, are you almost like trying to set him up to do the hero ball thing and see if he will I mean, have a self-inflicted wound here that, that could I mean, be fatal? I mean, that happens just naturally if you just shut down the run because they don't believe in Singletary. They'll, they'll act like they believe him, but how consistent will they stay with it? Okay. Right? When you think about you know Joe Mixon, you think about P. Ryan, like, Joe Burrow has no problem in saying, hey – I'm going to hand it off to my boy because I think he can get it done. Josh Allen just kind of goes into that, all right, you can't do it, you ain't going to do it, I'll do it myself. Move mm-hmm. out the way. Yeah. I'll run. You don't yeah. want to run? I'll run. Right. Don't worry about it. Right. And let's see, like, you know, he has been known to fumble, you know, when he runs with that football. Let's see what happens. If, if that happens, it changes the complexion of the game. But for me, I think Joe Burrow has less pressure on him because I feel like his defense is better, right? He has both his all-pro safeties. He got Bond Bell and – um and Jesse Bates, where you look on the other side, they have Poirier, who's been injured, but they don't have Micah Hyde, and they don't have Hamlin. People don't realize Hamlin came in for Poirier, and Poirier was one of their best players. So now you're telling me they're playing without two all-pros? They're playing without two Pro Bowls at the position? A little compromise. That's yeah. a lot more to feel. Now, on the other hand, you look at what's going on. Jonah Williams dislocated kneecap. Uh, Kapka out. It's three guys out. That's a lot to feel. Like because this isn't thing, Burrow used to running for his life? Yeah, but you like, got isn't used to it though. But, but, but now you got your swing, your swing guy is starting, and the guy that back up the swing guy is starting. Yeah, and now see cause what happens is sometimes your swing tackle is your guard. Mm-hmm. So now, like, how the hell, like they going three deep? So late in the game, you think this could be a bigger issue as as the depth is tested and they don't have the rest that they're going to be needing, I, I right? Think, I think early on it's going to be tested. Oh, you think early? Okay. Because now you got three guys that's not used to playing with each other, having to communicate with each other and see things all the same way. And now you're t- not talking about, okay, I hurt, I lost my guard or I got my backup center. You're talking about the left tackle spot. And even though they don't have Von Miller, Ed Oliver is effective in the middle. Yeah. He's a one-gap penetrator type of guy that can get her done. So it's going to be interesting from that standpoint – you know, if they can, who's going? What weakness is going to be illuminating more? Exposed, right? Is, is is the lack of secondary help from the Buffalo Bills going to be there, and the fact that they can't get to somebody, or is the fact that three backup linemen is starting for 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 the Bengals, and does that make us look like what the Tennessee game was last year when he got sacked nine times? Now he got found his way out of it, mm-hmm. but that's only because you know what I'm saying. 
Oh, I can't even believe I said this. Eli Apple? No. Stepped up? No. Oh, that built. Oh, that hurt. That can't be true. This is what you have. You have two teams, though, that have been just phenomenal. The Bengals have won nine straight. Yep. The Bills have won eight straight. Seventh time in the playoffs, teams that have been on at least an eight-game winning streak have met before the conference championship round. So that's how big this game is. Why is this game so big? Because whatever happens in the end, they're going to beat each other up. Yep. And who are the Chiefs playing? Jacksonville. Homecoming. You know what I mean? Like for, for the Chiefs, but, but, but that, this, that's, is, that's, this is why you want that top seed. Let these two kill each other. That's why you play the game. And then come meet us when they're already banged up. That's why you play the game. That's why I didn't like that, right? That's why I thought like this whole neutral site bull, bull yeah, crap yeah, yeah, is yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? you and mean they, that Monday night game that they obviously yes, they couldn't that's why finish. you make it up because now you looking at Kansas City, they, got, they basically get to go play in Atlanta in perfect conditions if they win. It, and all they have to do is beat – the, since, uh, the 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 Jacksonville Jaguars, right? And they're and they're there. Now, what game. makes this game play? It what, what what will make this game in Atlanta? If, no, it's in Atlanta regardless. Oh, it, it is. Oh, it's the, official. The, the AFC the AFC championship is a neutral. Oh, that's site. right. Because if it is Cincinnati or Buffalo, it's, that's right. And we had to get there first, which so a neutral site. Obviously, we did. Okay, so that game. And oh, by the way, the ESPN Football Power Index has the Bills by sixty six percent. So now you're seeing a little bit closer, but still, I feel like that's still also high. Five and a half against says Caesars. That one. Joe Burrow's a giant killer. Don't know, don't know if I'm believing in that one. All right. Meanwhile, the final game, and this one, of course, has all the drama. This Ooh. one has all the headlines. It's going to break the meter. Just going to break the it's meter. One of the great rivalries in the history of the sport, and they meet up again for a second straight year. The Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Fox has the game. It's Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews as well. Uh, Tom Rinaldi and Mike Pereira has, of course, your rules on this coverage. It is right now the Niners. I think the line has moved to now four. Niners are home. It was three, so it was a pick. Yeah, it, slightly. yeah it, it's four. It moved up a bit, right, because early in the week we were talking about it. It is four. Um, now, the kicking issues for Dallas seem to be resolved. They believe in Mar. In fact, I think Dak Prescott made a, made a great point when he said, you know, I played like crap last week, right? So, you know, he'll come back. Like, I, I'm able to come back. He can come back from it. They call him Money Mar. They believe in him. But boy, that first kick of the game, whether it's a field goal or an extra point. Yeah. I mean, that's all you talk about, like, we're all going to be watching, yeah. you know, uh, Jake Elliott and then the, yeah. is he putting anything down on the grass? We're going to, if you, if you are on the Niners, Bill Maher and he approaches, comes walking out, approaches the green. Aren't you like on him? Are yeah. you not like saying whatever you can to get in his head? You have to be, right? I, or I might be boldly sarcastic. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah, buddy, don't worry. It was, it was a win last week. <laughs> It was no win. Exactly. Screw you, Bart. I hate you. <laughs> oh, that's right. Maybe it was you then. <laughs> you put it that way. But, but all right. So what are you what are you feeling in this game between a Cowboys team whose offense looked great against the Bucks and there's so much expectations and obviously attention, everything else with the Cowboys and Dak and the whole thing. They haven't won a road game in the playoffs in forever. And then of course there's this Niners team that has a, a, a all world defense, a ton of talent on offense. And Mr. Irrelevant as the starting quarterback. Is he really going to lead this team to a conference championship game? I, I believe I believe so. I just I just believe that San Francisco's the more they're equally as talented, but one's more physical. So when both things are all things are being the same, one's more physical. I just don't know if Kellen Moore is gonna have the patience that he had last week not to try and throw the ball too much through Dak and stay balanced with running the ball, even if it looks nasty and crazy. 
because everybody knows that the San Francisco 49ers haven't given up a 70 yards rushing to anybody this year. Mm-hmm. But are you going to have the patience to be able to – are you going to be one-dimensional and all it takes is a couple incomplete passes and now no time has come off the clock, time of possession changes, and San Francisco is just one of those teams that continues to beat on you and just lay on you and right. lean on you. And eventually, you just give up and you bang and you and you and you, and you uh, falter. What's what's your matchup to watch in this one? You brought up the you know obviously Parsons going up against Trent Williams. Yeah. Like like are you looking and at t- or Tyler Smith or against is it Nick, or is it Nick Bosa? Yeah, Bosa, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you think you think okay, Trent Williams should have the advantage, and on the other side, you think that Nick Bosa will have the advantage on that side in those matchups. Even though Trent Williams is thirty four years old, people don't even talk about his age. Because he's playing so dominantly, they gave this dude a hundred million, hundred twenty million dollars while he was thirty three years old. When have that ever happened to an <laughs> offensive lineman? Right, exactly. Like usually they trying to get rid of those dudes, mm-hmm. and he's just getting better like a fine wine. So, I mean, I want to see like the fight in Parson. I want to see like those first early ones to see what Parson tries, to see like if Trent if he's going to surprise Trent with his speed size, or if Trent going to surprise him with how agile and quick and strong he is. And also, like I think they run at they, I think they take the page out of Philadelphia and they run at Michael Parsons, so he can't wreck shop by trying to run plays down from behind. And you know, when they went against Philadelphia um, in the first matchup, they ran at um, Parsons twenty six times, and I believe it was twenty positive plays because he's not used to people coming at him. Right. He's used to people avoiding him. Right. And I don't think San Francisco has that type of DNA. They believe like, yo, we can run at him. Let's let's wear him down because once you you know, take their leader, you take their soul. Right, yeah. So they're certainly a part of the matchup to watch. Um, 52% is the ESPN FPI in favor of the Niners. 52%. So as you see, that's – that's the matchup. Right, people, people buying the Kool Aid from, from they buying the Kool Aid from what they saw, but from um, you know last week. See, all right, so you, you're not buying that then. You're 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 not buying this going to be a close game. I think I think in a, the late the end the third quarter, I think they bust it open. I think you know one of those big runs happen, one of those yeah. physical like run the ball. Yeah, I think it'd be like I think Safran would be up by one score, and it'd go be going down to like okay, we're going to the fourth quarter. And I think they just you know run the ball down. The open. Phys- yeah, they run down the field physically on them, go up by two scores, and at that point, Dallas like, damn. Man, imagine that Brock Purdy magic. It's just something else. It's he's really, so purdy. He's so purdy. All right, eight hundred now at nine three seven seven six is the number. What you're expecting divisional round weekend? Because I know this. You know, there's Cowboys fans in this area. There are fans of other teams in this area. So you certainly are can be part of this conversation, but. The Eagles Giants matchup is certainly one that we want to discuss primarily. Uh, just clarification. So I was right. It's only if Buffalo wins does the game is the game played on a neutral site. In, if yeah, the Bills in play, it's if, in, if it's, it's in, if it's the Bengals who it's win, it's that right. game is at Kansas City. If Kansas City, of course, wins, so, so that's how it works. It was only because of the Bills because the Bills had the chance for the number one seat. So, so back to the scene of the crime goes Joe Burrow. Wouldn't that be something? Hey, hey, you did it. You do it once. You do it once. Shame on you. You be it twice. Shame on me. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Despite interest from the New York Jets, yes, Bill Callahan is staying with the Cleveland Browns and have signed an extension. You wanted to bring him in. Damn, damn, damn. You wanted to bring him in. I know you were talking this up. So the Jets were reaching out. He's the best O-line coach in the business, man. And you thought he'd he really make get sure, these guys. Man, and, mm-hmm. Everybody remembers those those ground and pound years with Rex. It's because Bill Callahan had that offense line prepared for anything. And wherever he goes, him, Mike Malarkey, you usually have the best offensive line in football. Is there, one of the best teachers there are. All right. Is there anybody that's off like his tree that you could, you know, that's similar to him? No, huh? Let, let it go, Allen. Like, that's like saying, hey, man. Yeah, came back. We couldn't get you approved for financing for the uh, for the Rolls Royce, but we got you approved for a Chrysler 300. Damn. <laughs> well, it looks like it. Into his next to a Rolls Royce. <laughs> That's right. Um, damn. By the way, where do you get your oil changed? Jiffy Lou. You do. You do that. And Zap. It's this thing called Zap. You go to those places. Zappy. Sometimes have you, have I you ever, have you ever done this? So my son just texted me. He was supposed to get his oil change right today, and mm-hmm. he had made an appointment at Mavis in like Glenhead, gotcha. on the island. Those noon. Text, those, you don't want those at noon, right? He yep. said he made the appointment for noon. Shows up. The guy's on his lunch break who does oil changes, so you got to wait an hour. An hour? We got oil. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I made an appointment at right. noon. Right. I show up. The guy's like, "I know you have an appointment." But I'm going on my lunch break, so peace. Like, how does that happen? How does that happen if you're running a business? How do you do that? They don't, they don't value the customer. Stupid. That's why. See, that's why I don't like that, right? Because they I'm, I'm going to go on my break. Even though, you have an appointment. Yeah, it's a, they can wait. No, you can wait. How about you schedule your lunch on a different time when you have an appointment? Well, how about when you just look and see, though? I got a tw- I got a tw- I got an appointment at 12, so. Yeah, I'm going to eat lunch either early take or late. Adva- take advantage of a kid. Bogus. Um... Yeah. All right. You should tell them to screenshot it so we can we can make sure we can we can riot. 
Well, he's yeah. got to go. He's got a game tonight, so but, he's got to go. But tell him to go. He's, to got, he's got like a two, two and a half hour drive to make, Man, so he wanted to get it done tell, so tell he can get find, to his game. Tell him to find Zippy. You don't need an appointment. You yeah. just drive up there, and it's 15 minutes. Right. They usually get you done pretty quickly. Right, because they, you know, those, those Mavis places, they lift it up, and they do it the old I just hate when they way. do that to like somebody young. They do that to a kid. Yeah. So, anyways. I mean, let's go in there. Let's, let's I just didn't it. know if like you've ever experienced that before. I've never heard of that before. Hell no. I made an appointment, Yeah. and I show up at the appointment time, and you're like, yeah, I'm going on lunch break. Well. Uh, then why did you accept the appointment? I'd well, get your ass back, over here and change I'd, my horse. I'd have went back there and put my finger in this sandwich. Something like that. Yeah. Something or just stand over him. I'll wait right here while you have your lunch. Chump on that. Anyways, uh, some Lamar Jackson news. Ravens GM, Eric DaCosta, feeling pretty confident that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson can get something done. You know, respect, you know, our feelings about him, that we know him, we know the person, our confidence level that he's the right type of guy to lead the team, and just optimism. You know, I I think that I try to be positive. If you go into a negotiation with a negative feeling, then your chances of getting that done probably aren't going to happen. So, you know, we've done a lot of contracts. I think in the league, we've second most extensions in the league over the last four years. So we know it can happen. I think we try to be creative and strategic. And I truly believe Lamar wants to finish his career in Baltimore. I I just believe that in my conversations with him and just watching him and talking with him and communicating. I think John feels that way too. So all of those things kind of work together for me that tell me that we still have a chance and you know that I should be as optimistic as possible. So they feel good about it based on the fact that they've always had a good working relationship. But Bart is something you've always said. That they, they have always had a good relationship. It's only over the last couple of weeks things yeah. felt like they were pulling apart, mainly because of the injury and, you know, John Harbaugh kind of leaving it out there well, like he's not available. Well, Could but, he have played? All those questions. So he, the cost of trying to stay positive about their future, but should they feel this optimistic? Yeah, because at the end of the day, they know they got the two uh, franchise tags in their, in their back pocket. All right. In case they can't do anything and, and to convince him, or if he continues to get hurt, his value drops, and then he has to say, you know what, I'll give it to you. The, the, the problem is, and what we have going on, is that the, the Ravens don't want to set a president where they guarantee Lamar Jackson because what happens is, you saw, you saw Denver didn't guarantee Russell Wilson his extension mm-hmm. after Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyler Murray didn't get a guaranteed contract after the extension because they understand that you can call it collusion or whatever you want. No owner wants to be responsible to be the team that gave a, 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 a player a guaranteed contract because then now that means if he gets it, Joe Burrow, who's maybe taking the team to the Super Bowl for the second year, going to ask for it, and Herbert's going to ask for it. So that means everybody's going to get it that's up next, that's a, a, a you superstar, keep that. superstar. I, keep, I get superstar. it, but you keep saying that, and I keep I keep believing well, that the, the Browns open that door. You can't close it see, now. Yes, you can, because you can say the Browns are idiots. And it's always been a team like that, right? The the Oakland Raiders used to always be that team that would buck the system. Yeah. Al Davis was the guy that did stuff his way, didn't work as a unit. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, listen, this team over there is an outlier. Ain't no other team going to give it to you. Because if you decide to set up a trade for Lamar Jackson, a sign and trade, so to speak, usually what happens? The other team will have to know what Lamar is willing to do long term. True. To, to do that, he's going to say, I want a long term deal. All they got to say, nah, we, well, we good. So if you can't get it from nobody, then you ain't, go, you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. If you I, can't get a guaranteed contract so, nowhere, so we can't there sign There has trade. to be a team that would say. And I don't think it's one. We'll give him what he wants. I don't think it's one because nobody wants to be that team. Because not only will, will there's that a lot te- of desperate teams out there, boy. Yeah, but not only will that team hate you, but then the Cincinnati Bengals will be like, "Yo, what the hell are we doing? 
Like, okay, all right. I'm trying so, to win. So then, then they're going to say, well, all bets off. Then. I'm going to pay my kicker a sh- uh, crap load of money. Uh-huh. And let's see if you'll pay your kicker I'm, a crap load of money. I'm trying to win. And then it's the Wild Wild West. And then the commissioner, everybody, like, whoa, whoa, you owners got to get together, man. Welcome to the NBA. We can't have a Wild Wild West. That's why, that's why you make a salary cap to begin with. Right. <laughs> that's why you have that. Right. Like, I'm like, all right, who you got up? You got, you got, a, you got a receiver up? Mm-hmm. You, trust me, people are looking at, at, at Jacksonville like, yo, you just gave Chris and Kurt what? Like what the hell? What the hell are you doing? Well, I know that messed up the wide receiver market, but is it worth it? Because Christian Kirk had a great year. Yeah, no, he had a great, he had great, a great, great. All right, to his standard, they used him well, and he has produced for them. So it was a smart signing for the Jaguars, and that's what they needed to do to get him out of there. You know, you know, you know, you know what Christian Kirk is? What Christian Kirk is all the New York people moving out of Miami after COVID. Oh wow. I'm used to paying two thousand dollars for an apartment building. <laughs> I'll give you four thousand for the, the people in Florida. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, 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 exactly. I can't afford to pay. Uh-huh. My money can't go up that much. Right. You all went down there, used to paying a certain standard. Yeah. And then now that there's competition, you're willing to pay more because you're used to paying more. And down there, they're like, no, 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 no. We don't pay. That never much. used to cost that. It does now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's what the NFL is trying to stop. Adam Schefter from SportsCenter giving us the latest on a possible Lamar Jackson deal. They made it very clear that they fully intend to re-sign Lamar to the long-term deal that the two sides have struggled to get done the last couple of years. So that would be the first option, sign him to the long-term deal. But when you look at all the options, if they can't get that done, they have the exclusive franchise tag, which is projected to be about $45 million. They could use the non-exclusive franchise tag, projected to be between $30 and $35 million, which would allow Jackson to engage in talks with other teams and the Ravens could match the offer and take two first-round picks as compensation. Or they could look to trade him, which they were pretty clear about today that they're not thinking about at this point in time. They want to keep Lamar. They want to figure out a way to get that done. And they're going to go to work to get that done now that the regular season is over with and they can try to refocus their energies on making sure that Lamar is back in the fold. All right, Bart, so how much should the Jets at least... Be, I mean, is this front burner for the Jets? Stay in it, be around it, see where this goes, and be available. Because Shefty just laid it out of how it's going to go. And if you're the Jets, are you putting your energy and time into, let's just stay with this because we don't know where it's going to go. The Ravens have, they want to keep well, him, they but, want to do this, but you don't know how it's going to end. It depends. On- Should the Jets be wasting their energy or using their energy on this situation? Yeah, if you hear what Shefty said, I'm waiting for the non-exclusive tag. Uh, so then yeah. that means that I just have to give a conversation and, and we, we talk and First work out pick. a deal. Right. And Lamar Jackson can talk to people and say, hey, well, I got this money over here. Would you match it? And right. then that's when you have to pay the New York luxury tax. Right. So, again, should the Jets, yes. from yes. your knowledge, should the Jets be in on this? Or, you know what, guys, don't lose out on something else because you're putting your energy over here. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure. That's why I want to know as a, Jets, as a Jets fan. I want to know: should this be something I have to put, I put my energy uh, into, or yes, not? I'm sure Joe Douglas is saying, "Hey, listen, it's me, guys. Like, just give me the courtesy. I'm interested. If it's a deal, if it falls through, I hope you guys sign Lamar. I was there when you guys signed Lamar. Chad Alexander was there. He was part of the staff that that uh, scouted right. Lamar that brought him in. But all we're saying is, listen, if y'all gonna do business. We'll love to be able to do business with you. You understand how important I need a quarterback. You guys got the one that we would want first dibs for, and we can figure it out, man. We we friends, you know. We understand we we're, we're colleagues, and we're we're also uh, opponents. But man, don't man, don't don't get this to somebody else, bro. 
Like, like, if, you, like yeah. if, if, if it's falling through, if man, If you are going to trade them, make yeah. sure we're in the – like, yeah. make sure you yeah. let us know let, first. Give us, us a chance yeah. 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 to make a deal. Let us know, man. Mm. This is when friends come. They're like, hey, man, y'all know me since I was – I came up through y'all, man. Do me a solid. If y'all can give him away, give me the star, man. He's, come on, man. Y'all know I love you, right? How your mom doing? <laughs> Stacy, <laughs> Stacy and Kim, all right? How your mom doing? Your girl's getting big, man. Now. I saw that, man. You know, if you, you have to say, if you go do it, man. I ain't, I ain't crying, man. I got something to my nose, man. But if y'all get rid of Lamar, man, come on. Give it to your boy, man. 800-919-3776. 800-919-3776. You want to get the... You want to get the fan bases now? You want to get them going? Let's head get to head? Juice, to, juice to juice. Yeah, I think this is where it's time. We got some Philly calls. Can we get some Giants calls? We'll what, head what's, to Philly, head. what's Philly area code? What's Philly area code? Oh, you sold New York. You don't know nobody no, in Philly? I don't. I don't. 610, baby. It is? 610. 610? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. 610. That's right. one of them. So we'll <laughs> 212. That's New York. I know. That's old New York. That's what we're saying. 212 is like so old. Like if you have a 212 area code number, I've been been a fan for 75,000 years. Like Moses? (laughs) Is this Moses? Now Moses was my third cousin. That's what we want to hear. Lazarus was my second cousin. The energy from both fan bases. We love doing it. All the smoke Friday. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's all the smoke Friday. Eagles fans, Je- Eagles fans, Giants fans, head to head. Here we go. Where you want to, you want to begin in Philly or do you want to begin with New York? You always go with the, the It's the New York City. Team. It's a Giants hometown. You always start with the visiting team, baby. Mm, we want to get them started, right? All right, then we go to New Jersey, and we talk to Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh, this Cherry Hill? Might be. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Where Good. in Jersey? You South Jersey? I'm, no, I'm in, I'm in North Jersey. But, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State. I, yeah, I know. We don't have enough time to hear my whole story, but... Uh, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. My mom and dad divorced when I was little. My dad had season tickets. Uh, he lived in Philly, so I grew up uh, going to Philly games. Got you. 
Okay. I, I got okay. a I got a New York I got a New York phone number. I, I moved uh, to Hoboken in 2008. Yada yada yada. Uh, uh, no, you out there in the streets. No, you out there in them streets. You know what okay. Saying? You out there in Hoboken trying to do some. So let's all right. So let's change. hear the smoke. Then you must have a lot of Giants fan friends. Let's yeah, hear. I mean, well, I moved to Hoboken, and I remember when um, uh, there was two Eli parades. For, yeah, for 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 Eli, and yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you know, it, it brings back memories. Everybody's talking about 2007, and and uh, I don't go that far. Yeah, I but, love that um, about the Giants. It's it's a, like Giants fans are always about how this is this is just like whether it's '86. This is just like, it's like man, it's it's there's nobody on the team from no, that. It's year. 2023, <laughs> man. How about let's let's start there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I haven't watched that many Giants games, but um, I got to say, like, you know, this year with the Eagles, like, like Hurts, um, like I was telling my coworkers, like, if he could throw in the pocket, you know, we got a real quarterback. And this year uh, he looked really good. And um, I can't really say too much about Jones because I haven't really seen him play too much. But, you know, I, I'm getting a lot of smoke from people in the area about, you know, the Giants. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And it's mm-hmm. so, so it, tell me this. It, tell me this. Are you more calm? Because the, 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 at the end of the day, Eagle fans are have dreams of bigger things, right? They, they, like, excuse me? Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the Eagles fans <laughs> got dreams of, like, Super Bowl aspirations, right? Do you have right. more confidence in this number one seed or the one that actually closed the deal in 2000, what, 12? Eagles? 17? Uh, 17. 17. Yeah, 17. 2000, well, I mean, I mean, we had a, the, the, I mean, Nick Foles came in and it was. Yeah, you didn't even have a, you didn't have your real yeah, start. Yeah, I'm saying this team yeah, is better. I mean, this team I is mean, better, though. I remember, I remember, I remember watching the Super Bowl and, and Tom Brady threw for 500 yards mm-hmm. and, and, and we still ended up beating them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, um, it, it, Philly's a blue collar town, you know, I mean, we're, we're scrappers, you know, it's, uh, you know, I remember going to Vet Stadium, you know, when I was little and watching people fall down from the nosebleeds, getting in fights, and it was just. Uh, <laughs> Did you go you to? Know, jail? Have you have you ever been cited? Have you ever been cited? What no, kind of what no, kind of Eagles no, citations, no. Kyle? No. Huh? No, no citations no at the, at the vet. You ne- you never been inside no, the cell. No. You never got the bologna sandwich. No, no, no. But it's right. it's just a scrappy town. Like I mean, I'm I'm holding my breath. You know, I talk to guys at the gym. You know, you know, at work. And um, they're like, you know. All right, all right, all right. D- just finish it off. Your level of confidence, 1 to 10, going into this game. Level of uh, confidence. Uh, with the Eagles, I would say 7. You know, seven. like, right. I, I, saw, I saw a little bit of Daniel Jones in the last game, and he looked, he looked good. He yeah, looked good. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a Minnesota. diehard Eagles fan. I'm going to ask you one last thing because right. you're from two blue-collar uh, towns. Have you ever been to Cedar Point? Since you're, let, let me see how Cleveland are you. Have yes, you ever been to Cedar yes. Point? <laughs> okay. Yes. Ah, you didn't yeah. think I knew about Cedar Point, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. From D-Twi, baby. Bart Scott. Bart Scott, you're the man. You're the man. I, Thank you, Kyle. Hey, I, listen to you guys, I listen to you guys every day. I got a lot of respect. You guys make my day. We'll keep, uh, calling. We'll keep calling, damn it. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Be good to talk to you on Monday after whatever happens on Saturday night. All right, so we got our Eagles fan. How about we go to Troy and we talk to Matt? What's up, Matt? Hey, Bart. What's going on, Scott? Can't what wait, up? guys. What Can't up, wait for man? what, though? Uh-huh. Can't wait to get a little piece of that Philly ass this week. That's what oh, I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> so was, are you are you confident or are you just wishing on the star? Uh, sorry about that, Bart. No, no, go ahead. I said, I said how confident are you? Are, are you just wishing upon uh, the star? Are you hoping or are you confident that you know, we should win? Are, are you hoping you win? I'm feeling like we should win. That's making me a little bit nervous. But, I mean, we we got to get these boys this week. Ain't no other way about it. 
I mean, I was listening to you guys talk to that boy Troy. He's all foolish talking about 300 yards rushing and all that stuff. I mean, sounds like they don't even watch the game or this yeah, other guy calling I, I, I in about needing one. some marriage counseling coming from Philadelphia or something. I'm not even <laughs> getting that either. Yeah, I, I didn't understand the whole thing about Dan Jones throwing 300 yards. That, that, that one didn't make sense at all. But So, all right, Matt, 1 to 10 confidence level. What do you got? 1 to 10. Got to be a 10, right? Got to 10. Out of 10. At least that way. We'll, we'll leave disappointed on the other side, but we're going in with the 10. All right, we're, we're playing our best football of the year right now. It is true. That's right? all that matters. Trending up, and that's what you want, that's Matt. All that matters. Thanks. Appreciate the call. And that's the thing, too. We've seen you twice, so you got to feel like this is not, you know, there's no mystery. We know what we're dealing with. Let's go to the car, talk to Big Coop. What's up, baby? How y'all doing? What up, Big bro? Coop? What up, Coop what up, though? Cool What's to happening, man? What up, baby? What up, what up, what up? Hey, yo, it's the New York Giants, man. 718, blue blood, all the way, baby. We going all the way. I ain't going to talk about what we did in the past. I'm going to talk about the people we had around us. We had good people around us when we won them championships, and that's what we got now. We got good people around us. And Gabe, he's teaching them guys how to really play this game right here. He's teaching, he's teaching Jones how to be a quarterback, and that's what we needed. You know, that's what we needed. We needed somebody that surrounded cast, the people around us, somebody to show us what to do. We didn't give up on Jones, you know, and I'm ready for him now. And I think he's going to show Philly what to do this Saturday. Upset Saturday, baby. Now tell me. Cool, t- great job. Uh, uh, upset yeah. Saturdays. Now tell, tell me this. Are you having any Philly fr- uh, friends? Are you watching with people that root yes, for Philly? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I do have Philly friends. Uh, my cousins is a, my cousins is Philly friends. You know, and I'm gonna be right there with them. And it's a whole bunch of money gonna be spent too. I tell you that much. <laughs> That's what we gonna be keeping. <laughs> Coop's already ready to bring the stacks out for this game. Appreciate hey, you, man. Somebody, some, some, all right, appreciate you, bro. All right. As if he got a broke his his cousin, like you know, like you like when you know you got more money than your friend, bet a thousand. Like man, you know I'm back on my, I got back rent. Are you, know, <laughs> like, oh, you don't like your team then? And you know I'm broke as hell, man. Why are you just gonna play me like that in front of everybody? Especially in front of everybody. Around, and it's girls, and it's like it's a lot of people in the house. Right. And they you believe that much? Go ahead, put down a jeep. Yeah, put yeah. down a jeep. You believe that much? Put a stat. Here's mine right here. Uh, 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 if I had it, hey, I would do it. Can I? Can I borrow 500? <laughs> man, you still owe me three. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> you hear from the other room, too. Don't you bet that money. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.